wasn't talking to them. Like, I think it's simple as that. Like, I think, I, I think respect each other, right? <laughs> I think talk to each other, respect each other, um, and, like, help each other. I, I, I mean, I, I think they're very much all very, like, similar to some degree. But I honestly think that, like, the more we can get generational conversations, the more we would be so far off. I think we have lost the sense of community in the black community like i have been there's i i think the old way of this is once it may still happen i haven't seen it in a while but going to a barbershop having different multi different generational conversations right but having it be where all people feel comfortable all black men feel comfortable to have conversations right because the barbershop is a very sacred place, right? It's, 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 it's like, for people, like, it, it's a sacred place, right? It is the therapy. It, it, it is, I mean, it's therapy. It is, it, it is where we talk about almost wife, kids, you know, it, it's, it's where we talk about, it's literally, like, it is, it is, it is, it is where we are our most authentic selves sometimes. And that's not true for everybody. Right. Um, but I do think that if we can go back to having intergenerational conversations, it will be so, like we will be so far. Like, like we will be so far along because I do think that the younger generation and the older generation have rightfully so great things to share and great things to say. Right. Like 100 percent. Right. But I think because it's just a steady clash and no one is listening. No one can actually like provide the help that both are seeking, right? Um, and so, so that's that's honestly like where I, I I see one of the downfalls of us really progressing as black brothers. We're just like, no, come speak to this black brother. Like 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 yeah, you may think this way, but like you also can learn something from this nineteen year old, right? Because the world that we are living in now is extremely different from the world that. Our, our grandfathers and our fathers and our uncles lived in like like you know so um so i i do think that if more people if more of us will really have those intergen intergenerational conversations and i say this with the privilege of being able to have these intergenerational conversations when i'm with my uncles or when i'm at church talking to the older guys and stuff like that and they listen to us and we listen to them and we can have a very we can have a conversation with like I don't see it that way, but I'm gonna respect you, and you know it's cool, right? Like it's it's cool, right? We don't gotta be like what, you know, like we're not fighting, right? But I think I was yeah, I just want more of us to have intergenerational conversations because I think we would be so much more further if we did because we can learn so much from each other. On this episode, I got the chance to sit down with Policy Savant, advocate for student voice, and fellow knight from Arcadia University, Elijah Wilson. We sat down to discuss his journey towards peace and black boy joy, and what it takes to overcome adversities and come through a fire as a better man.
We sat down and unpacked mental health within the black community. The understanding of supporting your fellow brother. The feeling you get with being a black man and knowing that you feel like a superhero. And ultimately, how important it is to have intergenerational conversations and build community with your brothers. Enjoy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Middle Brother Podcast. I want to thank you all for joining. We have another special guest. My name is Octavius Blount, and I'm your host. We have a policy savant, advocate for student voice, and fellow Arcadia Knight from Arcadia University, my alma mater. Brother, if you can introduce yourself, please do. Thank you so much for that uh, highly uh, thought-out introduction, political savant. First one I ever heard, but thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) But as Octavia said, I'm Elijah Wilson. Um, I went to Arcadia University, um, love policy, as he stated uh, before. Um, A little thing about me, I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, born and raised here. Um, I actually work right now at a think tank doing policy work, helping students across the country. training them on how to write policy, how to research, how to um, advocate and do advocacy work, um, et cetera. So, um, but yeah, um, 25 years old. Um, I am, you know, a proud black man. Uh, you know, I think the list can go on and on, you know, of yeah. who I am and whatnot. But I guess we'll get into that later on. But, you know, that's, that's just a little synopsis of, of, of me and, you know, who I am. Okay. Well, I'm glad you said proud black man, because that, that's the first question. Um, so we usually just kick it off with the main question yeah. of um, what is one thing you love about being a black man? I know you said proud, but what's that one thing you love about being a black man? <sighs> I, yeah, I think that one thing I love about being a black man, um, I think there's a a, a, a superhero-ness that comes with being a black man. I think that it comes with being black in general, right? Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, being specifically like a black male, I, I think there's a superhero-ness that, you know, we have. And take it, you know, that can go both ways, right? You know, like, why do we always mm-hmm. have to be superheroes, right? But also think there's this, like, resiliency um, that black men have that we get to, like, exert, you know, from day to day, from the time we wake up, from the time we go to sleep, right? Um, and I mm-hmm. think that's just like inherently to who we are, right? Um, it's like inextricably linked to our past and our present, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I would say the, the superhero-ness of being a black man. Mm. That's first. That's the first time I've heard somebody say superhero-ness because I love it. I'm pretty sure I just made that word up, so it's fine. <laughs> hey, you can make you can make up whatever word you want. <laughs> it, it, it means something. <laughs> it's that true. That's true. <laughs> when you look at uh, black men, um, especially right now, um, Father's Day and everything like yeah. that going on, everyone talks about how good their dad is, how mm-hmm. understanding their dad is, um, and being that superhero for them. 
Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you for saying it. And I do want to ask you a question. Um, how is your father being a superhero for you? Or how has he been a superhero for you? Yeah, so um, it's funny because this does fall on Father's Day, right? Um, that's yeah, really one of the yeah. things that I, I thought about when I was answering my question um, is my dad. Mm-hmm. And um, really funny because um, I actually had a cookout yesterday, a family cookout. And I saw, I want to say about like four of my uncles, my other uncle wasn't there and whatnot. <clears throat> and this is this is the context to answer your question. And um, mm-hmm. one of my uncles, uh, you know, into the life, you know, you know, that life, right? Um, yeah. But he wanted my dad to do better for himself, right? Um, okay. And so, you know, he told me, he was like, yeah, you know, your pop has the opportunity to like, you know, be in the street and whatnot, but I told him no. I told him no, like I told him to go into the service, like, you know, like I told him mm-hmm. when he get out the service, like, yeah, you know, I might help you out, but you're not standing in this corner with me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, later on in life, it, it did work out, like, you know, um, you know, my, my dad was the one that won, you know, who was able to like, you know, move out of quote unquote the hood, right? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. have the picket white fence once they call, right? You know, like the, you know, the American dream of, you know, like a family, like a home and, and whatnot, you yeah. know, um, get to travel. Like, so, you know, he, 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 he lived the life that his brothers and his family wanted him to live, right? He, he attained mm-hmm. that, right? Obtained that, I should okay. say. Um, and so when I look at that and as I am now growing up, and, you know, becoming more mature and 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 becoming a man, right? Um, mm-hmm. The things that I have heard him say about his childhood, I would yeah. be like, I could never go through that. Like, like, I, like, I, I certain things. I just was like, you went through what? Like, 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 yeah. I, I just, I just would have never known because you don't see it, right? Like, like, he doesn't look like he has been through those things, right? And so yeah. when he shares those things with me, I just look at him like, yo, you have overcame so much, like so many odds, right? You have overcame. Mm-hmm. And while necessarily you probably want more, you probably wish you could have more, but like you superseded almost everything that everybody probably told you you could not be, right? Or like you couldn't mm-hmm. have done, right? And so when I look yeah. at my dad, I'm like, yo, like this man really is like the epitome of like working hard and being successful. Right, mm-hmm. and so looking at my life right now, I'm like, if he can do it, and he didn't have the amount of resources that I have, I, I, <laughs> I, I have no excuse. Like, I, like, I, I have no excuse. So I literally have no excuse. And so, um, mm-hmm. I look at th- that man, and I'm just like, yo, you really out here, you did your thing, like, and I am like forever mm-hmm. proud of that because you afforded me the life that I'm living now, right? You didn't let mm-hmm. your circumstances become, you know, your identity, right? Um, and so, yeah, that's, 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 that's why I go back to like that superhero-ness, right? Like he like that resilience mm-hmm. that he was able to display mm-hmm. for so many years and still does. It's just mind-blowing to me. I love that. The fact that the joy that you have on your face when you talk about your father <laughs> means a lot. Yeah. I know he's probably, he's probably in the area somewhere, but <laughs> his presence his presence may have like just gotten into you at that yeah. moment because the smile you have on your face, the emotions you show about your dad, and the fact that you said, "Hey, bro, if you could do it, I can." Like, and he, yeah, he literally led by example for you. And I can, me personally, knowing you uh, since you've been at Arcadia, and until this point right now, the hard work that you put in, <laughs> I it is showing. <laughs> Let's just let's just be honest. Let's try. Let's <laughs> <show it. laughs> 
it's showing. And that comes from your father, your mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so just that that love of your dad. Yes, it's Father's Day. Um, mm-hmm. Just that love that you have for your dad exudes out when you just explain what that superhero-ness means to you. And I've said this on other podcasts as well. My superheroes, even though it was just me and my mother, I had my black Mount Rushmore of superheroes Yeah. when it comes yeah. to the black men in my life. Um, so I, I, I don't need to share that. I know you've probably heard it on multiple occasions, um, but the people that are listening to you, right, um, right. they need, they may need to hear what Black Mountain Rushmore is. So for me, it's my Uncle Mace. He had pride yeah. in his last name. It's my Uncle Mark, um, mm-hmm. the brother I had on previously before you. Um, as far as him being a scholar, I got all his books behind me. <laughs> um, him being a scholar and wanting to read and learn yeah. everything. Um, you have Mr. Coger. I call him Uncle Coger, Uncle Earl. Um, he's just a gentleman. He's a man's yeah. man. Like he'll, he he will not let you pay for anything. Yeah. <laughs> but he showed me you got to open up the door. You got to pull yeah. the chair out. He's yeah. old school black man. Yeah. Um, and then I saw my papa, my daycare provider. Mm-hmm. He showed me what black love looked like. Yeah. Like yeah, you had Barack Obama, you had Michelle Obama, but I saw Papa and Grandma Bootsy. Those were yeah. the first two that I've seen about black love. And then I have my uncle Earl. Yeah, that man, he shows un- unconditional love to me, yeah. and I'm not his son. Yeah, but when I was born, my man, I was one pound four ounces when I was born, and he had to take care of me. And that the alarm on the monitor went off. When I say my mom was at work, mm-hmm. he didn't want to call my mom. Wow, he called everybody. <laughs> he said I. He called every fire department, police department, everybody. <laughs> They walked in. They was like, you just got to plug it back in. That's all you got. And like just the love that he showed me in that moment. Those Mm -hmm. are my superheroes. Yeah. They showed love the way that they needed to. Yeah. But this brother right here, he said, I love you to your face, to my face. Yeah. And And I didn't hear that from nobody else. And that's like, like you said, that's powerful. Mm -hmm. And I know your dad, your brother, any other man that has said it to you, they meant Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So, for you, it's it's a better understanding of where your hard work comes from. Yeah. Where it comes from, where it stems from. And I'm going to go a little deep with you because we we do that with a lot of um, guests that we've had on. We go in the den. So the first question I got for you is, at what moment did you discover your blackness or being a black man? Yeah. It's, 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 it's <laughs> funny. Uh, I remember this question <laughs> being asked. <laughs> Yeah. From Dr. Laurie, which is one of our professors, um, and I was, mm-hmm. I was like, I, I'm like, what are you talking about? I always knew, like, no, no. She was like, no. When did you know you were black? It was like, no, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you know, or or she says the slap, right? Um, yeah, everybody know that. But one. right, and so, but <clears throat> when I knew, I think I was a um, a black male, or just black. Um, Oh man, I think there's so many instances to be honest with you. Um, I think the first one that comes to my mind is kind of going to talk about um, hypermasculinity, right? Um, mm-hmm. And like the lack of knowledge. I think we yeah. as black men kind of sometimes perpetuate to some degree. So I was a child. I did not know. I was just having fun. I was literally like mm-hmm. jumping rope, right? There was a whole mm-hmm. bunch of us out there. All I hear is this booming voice. Boys, don't jump rope. I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, 
I'm just having like, like I'm a tra- like never in my mind did I process the fact that um, jumping rope was only a girl's activity. Like it, 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 it never. It, I just I was just having fun. It was like a cookout, and I was having fun, right? Um, and so, but I think me being very inquisitive. I was like, mm-hmm. what do you like? Like, it's literally an activity. I'm, 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 I'm lost. Like, 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 why? Like, how is this? Like, how can we classify physical activity <laughs> being right. Right. <laughs> right? Like, girls or boys? And 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 I think that was uh, the first moment I realized, like, oh, okay, I'm a man. I'm a boy. Mm-hmm. So there's certain things that I don't do, and there's certain things that I should not do to define my manhood. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that was the first time. I think it kind of, even though it was the first time I, I knew I was a man, I always knew I was a man. But I think it was the first time I knew I was a black man because it's like black men don't do this, right? Like, 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 yeah. like, 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 you know, we don't do this. Go, you know, pick up a football, and like, you know, yeah. which I was fine with doing either one. Like, I played football. Mm-hmm. Like, I was fine with doing either one. But at the, the moment, I just did one for I just for like playing football. Um, yeah. And I think, but but I think having. I think it's probably one of my uncles who probably said it and stuff like that, whatever. But having, <laughs> but like having a black male say that to me, I was like, oh, yeah. oh, okay. So black men don't do this, and men don't do this, right? So yeah. I, I, I think that was probably the first time I was, and I was young too. Like I had to be in like middle school probably, and I was like, oh, so we don't do this. Got you. Never gonna mm-hmm. do this again, right? <laughs> you know. So hey, yeah, I, I feel you on that one. Um, for me. I think it was two instances. Um, you know, when, you, when you're when home and you got home videos with your parents, um, I was watching one with my mom, and I had on my, I think I was like one, I had on like my Power Ranger pajamas, um, or either Power Rangers or Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like my cousin, she had something, and I put some heels on. I remember and I was walking and my uncle was like yo he got on heels my mom was like okay he be fine he alright like that was one moment that my mom was like I mean he he won like he He, he don't don't know what it is (laughs) but my my mom understood and was like look he's fine it's my child he's gonna put on what he's gonna put on Right. Um, and then it's his decision Right, and then I got in eighth grade um, at Meredith Elementary in South Philly, and my eighth grade teacher, Miss Bisco, they was doing double dutch, <laughs> and she was t- she was teaching us how to do double dutch, and none of the dudes, you know, on, you know, when you're young at like a dance, you just standing mm-hmm. on the side like who mm-hmm. gonna dance first. Uh-huh. I'm like, I want to learn. Right, it seems fun. <laughs> like, I'm in. It. I'm in there. I ain't know I get in. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't know I get in. So, so I was like, "Look, I'm gonna have to stand in the middle, and then y'all gonna have to go." Uh, yeah. And then she said, "Look, it's a it's a rhythm." And she right. Looked, she gave me this black mom look like it's rhythm. That's all you. That's all you gotta know. The she one said, two. Boom, Come on now. Boom, Come on boom, now. Boom. And I was going. I was in it. And then um. And then more guys jumped in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's it's nothing wrong. Like you got to be comfortable with who yes. you are. Yeah, and get yeah. a better understanding. Like people say, oh, men don't wear pink. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I, wear- I wear pink because yeah. I'm comfortable in my skin. Yeah, and I'm also an advocate for people in certain spaces. Yeah. So when you say you're an advocate, like what does that even look like? Yeah, yeah. So when I say, yeah. when I talk about how 
other black men, I love that you brought up hyper-masculinity because even in that moment, people were looking at me, the young black men and other boys was like, yo, he just jumped right in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. I want to learn how to do this. Yeah. And in that moment, I had to explore who I was and so did yeah. they. And I wanted to ask you in that moment of recognizing like, oh, I'm a black man and oh, yeah. black men don't do this. Yeah. How did you explore those feelings of this is I'm a black man? Like what did that feel like? Yeah. Um I I I I think that's how do, how do I put it? Um, that's a very like loaded question, right? Because I think mm-hmm. even now to this day, um, like we all live through different, we all have through different phases in our lives, right? Um, yeah. And I think like each phase kind of defines who we are or something changes or we figure out something and whatnot. Um, and I really do think that um, at a certain time, sometimes I'm like, Oh well, like you know, like oh, so this is this is also what black men do, or this is also what black men don't do, right? You know, um, and so I think how I process that now is I look at the the, the men in my life, right? Because I have I have a wide range of men in my life who do very who 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 act different, but also act the same, right? There's some similarities, but also act very different, yeah. and it's one of those things where. I'm like, well, this black man doesn't do this, but then this black man does this. Mm-hmm. So it's like what do like like how do black men actually really act right or like 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 what is mm-hmm. what is the uh the um the standard of how black men act and i was like and to this day i don't know because there isn't none right like 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 there there it's isn't true. none right there isn't none it's true and so when i you know look at how you know my grandfather acts or how my dad acts or how my uncles acts mm-hmm. and stuff like that or how yeah. my my older brother acts right I look at it from okay, very different generational gaps, right, and stuff like that, right. You act one way, you act one way, but I see it in the sense of we all sometimes inhibit this like hyper masculinity, right, and it can be very detrimental mm-hmm. to ourselves, right. Yeah. And you know, one of the things um, I think when I think about okay, how does a black man act, or how do we talk, and how do we walk, and what do we wear, and stuff like that, you know, I look at mm-hmm. it as like. I look at it like everybody always makes fun of me now because it's summertime because quote unquote I wear the hoochie daddy shirts right and yeah. and I'm like look look <laughs> these are You're shorts and I'm them, fine with it okay right like You're I am fine them. but then I look at it like well that's also a generational <laughs> thing as well right like it's also like a very yeah. much generational thing so you know for me I'm like you know what I feel comfortable I'm cool these are fly like you know like it's, it's fine right so when I like look at the the very long history of black maleness, I'm like, all right, some things, yes, I will definitely gravitate towards and I can definitely implement mm-hmm. in my life. But other things I'm like, yeah, that ain't that ain't it. Right. And so I, I, I so I think it's me discovering like what I can take for good and what I can just kind of like push to the yeah. side. Right. So Okay. And now what I'm hearing from you is like, you said you had a lot of black men to look at um, mm-hmm. as far as your family. Um, yeah. In the same space as me, I had a lot of black men to look at um, and say, I can take this, I can take yes. that. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. definitely not taking that because mm-hmm. that is something negative. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this world that we live in today, where black men are not seen as human, they're not seen as um, who they really are. 
yeah. the people that they should be. Um, so I know you said you learned from your father, your grandfather, your uncles, but how did you navigate society as a black man knowing that these are flaws that black men have? I don't know the standard of what a black man is and just understanding what um, your preferences are as a black man when it comes to these are the shorts that I want to wear. These are fly. This is my swag. This is my comfortability when it comes to me. Yeah. So how did you navigate society knowing all those things and knowing all those factors so successfully? Yeah, I, I think it's a... I, I think it's a daily journey, right? Because mm. I think we all want to make the people in our lives that we love proud. And I think sometimes that can get that can get to some degree um uh very um conflicted with how you live your life. Mm -hmm. Right? Because yeah. I want to make these people proud, but I also know that like I'm not really feeling this, right? So how do I mesh to two, right? Um, and so, for for example, um, in my family, immediate family, the first one to go to college, the first one to graduate, okay. right? And I think that in itself was a eye-opening experience. Okay. Um, because the 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 black man that I knew that I saw was very like hard, very aggressive, mm. was very um like like macho, was 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 very like, you know, like defense. Got the yeah. college and I'm all like, well if I come in that way, they're gonna be scared of me. <laughs> they're gonna be like, who is this black like I'm going to an all white space. <laughs> like I can't act this way. Like yeah. I, 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 I I I can't act this way. So how and like also like that's not even me that's like i'm i am not like yeah. the hardcore like that's not even me right that's that's not even me at all mm -hmm. right and so it was like okay i'm in this space right now mm -hmm. i am i i also see other black men who are professors and like doctors and they don't act the way that i have grown up seeing other black men wait yeah. i like this like okay so like oh okay <laughs> Okay, cool. Like so, like you know, like like, I, and, 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 and and so I think when I got to to college, it was a it, it was a gateway for me to be like, this is multifaceted, right? Where like, mm -hmm. if I need to put on that like, yo, what's up? Like, you good? Like, or if I need like, hi, how are you? Thank you. You know, nice to like, yep. I can do both at the same time, right? You know, like so, mm -hmm. and, 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 and and so I think how I navigate the world and how I figure out, you know, what what the black maleness mean to me and how I act, how I, all that other stuff. I think once again, it, it's still, it's still being processed. It, it, it's, it's, it's still being defined and stuff like that um, throughout my life and whatnot. Um, because for so long, I think I've just been inundated, right? With how one should act, how one should speak, yeah. right? How one should act, how one should dress and stuff like that. And like, like I said before, there's things that I take as like, that is, yes, I, I'm gonna apply this to my life, right? And there are other things I was like, no. So my, so being 25, I think there's still so much more that I am I'm gaining new perspective on and understanding more yeah. and 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 being open more to be like, all right, this wait, I said this didn't work. Maybe it actually will work. <laughs> like like you know, like being like uh -huh. so 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 I think it's an ever growing learning process for me and not being afraid also to have hard, difficult conversations with black men. 
Yes. Totally. I think that was something that I had to <laughs> learn where it's like, I want to know why you do this because you're telling me to yeah. do it. But can you open up and actually tell me why do you act the way that you act? Was it something in your life? Was it like, because you're telling me to do this, but I, I want to understand why you think this is the best way for me to navigate my life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that's been a really big, um, really big, uh, it's been challenging, <laughs> but I think it's been really mm-hmm. helpful to me to be like, okay, you want me to act this way. I've seen this all my life, but I need to understand the reasons behind why. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Okay. I I appreciate you for throwing, um, I wouldn't call it code switching. That's, I think that's just being, you know, black people. Um, right. I just. I just <laughs> you don't. I just think that, um, I, yeah. <laughs> I just think um, you, you gave a good example um, because I, I came on the Arcadia's campus in 2011. I was in the, mm-hmm. um, the Gateway program. Yes, same, same. Shout out to Dr. Angela, Dr. Laurie. Dr. Laurie and Dr. Angela McGill. Yeah. Um, love them both. And mm-hmm. they were the ones that, that um, especially Dr. Laurie, because I was going in bio pre-PT, because I wanted I to mean, be yeah. a physical therapist. Yeah, bless your heart. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Dr. Larry was the one that said, Hey, you, you, I'm, I'm gonna give you this test. It was like mm-hmm. an online test, just to see like where you, like where your skills are and where you're good at. Um, and it said that I was good with talking to people. Yeah, I was good with listening. I was good in engaging people when it comes to different uh, cultures. And then it came down to who do you love to and uplift most? And it said black men. And she said, Well, you know, you you can come over here to sociology mm-hmm. and you know figure something out and that's what i did and when i got into arcadia after the gateway program the black men that i saw like i said were scholars they had pride in their last name gentleman man um loving black love and then also saying i love you and expressing that love to people Mm -hmm. but then it also came where i i'm my mother's child and (laughs) 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 you met my mother um (laughs) The passionate black play. woman that she is. And like you said, she don't play. And me neither. And I get to the point of <laughs> my freshman year, first hall meeting. <laughs> I said this with G, because uh, he was there at our first hall meeting. I said, none of y'all can say the N-word. None That's of y'all. facts. And I looked around. I looked at everybody in their eyes, and I made sure they looked at me. Mm-hmm. Because it get to a point where it's a level of respect to say, look, I'm going to respect you. Yeah. I'm not going to call you outside your name. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about this. I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah. And there was a level of respect on that hall mm-hmm. because it came towards, look, we here, we're here trying to get to our senior year and graduate. Right. That's what we're trying to do. And it gets to a point where G said, yeah, bro, you, you crazy. But <laughs> you're, a, you're a level kind of crazy where it comes to you respect those that are in front of you, but you also love the people that you really care about. And I think the my mother came out on certain occasions when it came to myself being the only black man in the room. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. I had to speak up. My mom said, don't give someone the ammunition to make you seem less than who you are. And when I say that to anybody, I mean it. And I walk into every room like that. Yeah. And when you said you walked on the campus, you can't be hard, you can't be this. 
but I can also be this. Yes. I had the same experience, bro. Same experience. Yeah. I said, do I need to walk in like mm-hmm. Octavius from South Philly? Mm-hmm. Or do I walk in like Octavius um, that has been um, through so many things mm-hmm. um, when it comes to um, family, when it comes to friends, when it comes yeah. to wanting to be so successful in yeah. any position? Do yeah. I come in like that? Um, so understanding like what you said is like very valuable in the experience that you had at Arcadia because when you say, Hey, I can be yo, what's up? <laughs> and but I can also be how are you doing? Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that switch. Mm-hmm. They don't. They call it code switch and we just calling it we have to either survive, yes, strive, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And you I gave you a lot of titles in the beginning. I gave you three. <laughs> And we move in, we move into this space of who you repping. And when we yeah. say with Arcadia and how we represented ourselves, yeah, you said you, I know you work for, it's, it's called Roosevelt Institute yeah. and you do a lot of work around policy yeah. and you're also a son. You're yeah. also a man's man when it comes to you're building your platform. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to those hats that you wear and those identities that you have being a, a black graduate, um, how do you represent those identities when it comes down to being a black man in this world? I just, I just, I just do them. Like, I, 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 mm. I think it's, I think I just do them, right? Um, <clears throat> one of the things I, I wanted to um, also talk about where, uh, like, my faith also plays a huge part in my life as well, right? Yes. That's something that is, that is paramount. And I think that, like, mm-hmm. paramount in a sense of, like, it's before anything else, right? Like, it's, it's, I think it's, it, it is mm-hmm. what has also guided me right um yes. throughout my journey of of, of life um <clears throat> right my relationship with god and 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 understanding his will for my life and stuff like that right and and mm-hmm. understanding the gifts that i had that, that he has instilled in me right um and using them to the benefit of not myself but for others right mm-hmm. um that has been a huge factor in my life right yeah um and like my church home that I still very much go to to this day and I, I love um, <clears throat> something that they were big on was also like education. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, you know, I, I remember times, this is going to answer your question. I, I remember times when we would have to like read um, a book and do like a book report and stuff like that. Right. Like mm-hmm. that was just something, it's something that like I grew up with. Right. Um, and so, <clears throat> and so when I wear those hats of the many mm-hmm. different identities and stuff like that, like I, I just kind of, it's it's nothing is how do I put it? N- nothing is separate, right? Mm-hmm. If, if that makes sense, right? So if I yeah. walk, it's funny. It's funny. I, I just actually said this uh, to somebody. I was like, um, I was like, I can go down to Philly, and the hood gonna love me because I'm gonna be me, right? Like, yeah. or I can go and wipe corporate America, and they're gonna love me too because I'm gonna just be me, right? You know, yeah. um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm 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 not going to turn down right and I, I i've learned this though like I, it, this has been like a learning process where going back to arcadia i felt as though like i couldn't be my black individual self right like i couldn't i, mm-hmm. I almost had to turn it down right um mm-hmm. until they started acting crazy you know i was like oh y'all gonna see this black boy <laughs> like like y'all gonna see me <laughs> like but y'all y'all gonna see me right yeah. um yeah and then, like, so, like, once I graduated, and now I'm in this space of a bunch of, now I'm in a space 
And um, I'm like, why? Like, for example, this might be uncouth. This might have not been the proper etiquette. I don't know. And I, I, I frankly do not care at the moment. I was in a meeting. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking or whatnot. And I was just like, I don't understand what's going on here. And so I was like, look, I was like, excuse me, but y'all gonna need to like say this in words that I can understand because it is not, it, it is not translating. I don't understand. Like, and um, mm-hmm. I was using words like John and bet and like, all right, like, look, like <laughs> we good. Like, but I didn't feel no type of like, I didn't feel like, oh, that is like improper or like, that's not un-. like, I, I was just like, no, like you're going to get me. Like, like I, like I am in this space. I don't have to use the king's English to make me feel as though, or make you feel as though, like I am, I, I, I am, I am worthy, or I don't have the educational attainment to be able to have these conversations. Like that yeah. day, I just didn't feel like hope switching. I was just like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it because it gets very tiring, <laughs> right? Like I was like, I, I, I don't feel like it, and y'all about to get me. Like y'all about to get just yeah. real like me. Um, and somebody messaged me and was like. Feel like you just went really Philly, and I was like, "Well, this is where I'm from." So I was like, yeah. "They were, they were also black." So I didn't, you know, I was like, "Yeah, bro." Like I, I did, like a hundred percent. I was like, "But I don't understand what you're trying to say." But I was like, "Okay, we can have another side conversation about what that like may look like." But mm-hmm. I, I go through the world with just wearing those hats. Like, I, I really do. Like you know, it doesn't matter where I'm at. Like my family. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can be talk about French toast, and I'm like, "Did you know mm-hmm. that the cocoa bean?" That they use the to manufacture <laughs> the cacao bean. That's actually was manufactured in Africa, but they pillaged it. And I, I like, like, mm-hmm. like, so, like, you know, like, I'm, I, I am always like that. Is like, I that is me. Like, like the the most yeah. mundane thing. I'm going to bring it back to something that that, that is educational or something that is political yes. or like that. That that is me, and and I'm proud to wear those because people know they can come talk to me about those things, right? Like yeah. I just had somebody yeah. call me yesterday and they were talking about um, a situation that they had at work and, you know, mm-hmm. it was with a coworker who was, was white and they're, they're from another generation, but they respect, mm-hmm. right. Where I'm mad in my life and they respect the knowledge that I have and the, and the mm-hmm. education that I have and the passion that I have for 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 things of, of blackness and 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 yeah. having those dif- difficult conversations with with white people and stuff like that and so I wear those hats because you don't know like I don't know who I'm going to affect right I don't know who I'm going to come in yes. contact with so if I wear those hats if I'm a, if, if 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 I'm in sun mode or if I'm I'm in uncle mode right mm-hmm. or if I'm in work mode right or or if I'm at the church doing things helping out with young people or whatever like. I'm still going to be Elijah, like no matter like where I'm at and stuff like that, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so yeah, like that's that's yeah, those hats don't come off. And like sometimes do I? Sometimes do people wish that like I can tone down? Like all right, sir, we don't need a history lesson. I'm like, well, you're gonna get one. <laughs> you're gonna get one. <laughs> you're gonna get one. Listen, you're gonna get one, right? Um, but I will say sometimes to, to my own detriment because um, I'm I'm very analytical thinker. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I do just need to like shut down, and like sometimes I do need to like I'm gonna turn off this news. I'm not gonna read a book. I'm not gonna read another article. I'm because I need like my brain needs to rest, right? Um, there's there's I, I said this to um somebody before um 
there was a a, a, a story in the Bible where um, Paul was um, kind of like going back and forth. He was in jail. He had to go see, I think it was King Agrippa. And King Agrippa was like, much knowledge had made me mad. And, you know, I, 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 I look at that. I'm like, you know, sort of kind of out of context for what the situation was. But in, in context for, like, sometimes I use it. I'm like, wow, has much knowledge made me mad? Because I can't stand the world. Like, <laughs> I cannot stand the world we live in, mm. right? And then I'm just like, all right, well, you have this knowledge, right? And you have, and you wear these many hats that are influential in people's lives. How can you disseminate this knowledge so that people can understand how to navigate the world in which we live in? And so mm-hmm. all those hats that I wear, you're going to get Elijah no matter what. Hmm. So. Thank you. I'll say that again for the people in the back. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's real. It and is. I'm glad that you, I'm going to go back to something you said. You brought in faith. Um, yeah. That's big on my end as well with my yeah. mother, myself, and my lady. Um, one that has gotten me through a lot. It's two. <sighs> three, actually. Um, but I'm going to say the two that I can see right now. Uh, Proverbs 69. Um, it yeah. says, a man's heart plans his way. Yeah. But the Lord directs his steps. Mm-hmm. That meant a lot to me when I read it. Yeah. And then I also have one on my wall that says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead on on your own understanding. Yeah. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He shall direct your path. Proverbs yeah. 3, 5 to 6. Yeah. And I have this in my, I have that in my office because I can sit here and say, I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I can just look to my right. And I know he's going to be right there. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you said your faith is the umbrella for all the hats that you wear and just Elijah in general. Yeah. That's the same for me. So I can attest to that when you say your faith means a lot to you. Yes, I may stumble and say, well, mm-hmm. is he here with me right now? Is he here mm-hmm. with me in this moment? But then it's also on myself, my lady and my mother to reel me back in and say he's yeah. always near you. Yeah. He doesn't. He can be in your phone, yeah, and you can be scrolling through Instagram and mm-hmm. you see something and it may touch your heart. That may be him telling you, "Hey, look, I'm right here. I'm always yeah. with you." And I'm glad mm-hmm. that you brought that up because a lot of brothers may forget that they have someone right next to them yeah. on their shoulders, That's guiding them the way that they need to guide them. And I appreciate you for saying that because it's it's big and it's key, especially for how you're you're moving and how you're shaking, because it gets to a point where um, at your highest moment, the devil will try to creep in. Yeah. He will. Yeah. And he will ask you some questions. He will bring people <laughs> in your space <laughs> that'll make you think and make you dig that hole for yourself. And yeah. I appreciate you for not being caught into that hole because yeah. that's where some of us get caught at. And and with with all these, like I've said to you before, you have a lot of hats, yes, but you come in as Elijah, correct? Yeah. And what expectations do you have on yourself? And what expectations do you think yeah. others have on you? All right. So you knew that. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So you knew I didn't graduate on time. I, you know, we had we had we had this conversation stuff like so like I mean yeah, so uh, everybody who knows me and Octavius that's like big bro and stuff like that right so, <laughs> um, so expectations right um, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I and I remember the conversations where you know you told me like, well, bro, don't get so caught up in trying to do so much that you forget about these plans. Like like all those you know like mm-hmm. once it's done, you like you realize like, man, I had so many conversations with people. Why did not listen to them? Right, you know. But neither here nor there. Uh, we sometimes all have to go through things to you know get us to where we are now and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when I did not you know, quote unquote, graduate on time, right? Um, you know, I, I, I failed, I guess I failed everybody. I failed two classes, you know. Failure is not, you know, the end all be all, right? But in that moment, I, I was like, my life is done, right? Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I failed those two classes um, and it pushed my graduation, um, you know, back, right? It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Now I'm totally fine, right? Um, yeah. But when I divulged that, that information and stuff like that to my parents and, and friends and, and loved ones and whatnot. I look back at it and I'm like, oh my, I felt I felt as though like the world was like my world was crashing down. Like it was it, it was like one of the most horrible things that I have like that I could have done, right? In their eyes to some degree. Mm-hmm. And but so that that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. But I talked to my parents about this later on, right? When emotions were also high and stuff like that. I was like, was there an expectation for me to graduate on time? Was there an expectation of me to excel in all these classes, right? Was the mm-hmm. expectation of me, right, that you know I graduate in four years, right? I get a mm-hmm. I, I get a good job, right? I move out like because, right, there are many statistics that says, you know, people don't always graduate in four years, right? You know, like, so it, it's yeah. fine, right? You know, and being first generation, mm-hmm. right, I do think that was a, a, a expectation that necessarily was not conveyed to me, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, because I think parents have expectations of their, uh, of their children that rightfully so, right? But I think sometimes when yeah. parents... And other family members and other folk in your life have expectations that you necessarily aren't privy to. And when you don't necessarily live up to that, it's like, oh my God. And it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. like, whoa, I, I didn't know you had this expectation of me to be this person, right? And so when yeah. I don't live up to be that person, it's like your world is crashing down. But we never had a conversation. And, 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 and yeah, we never had a conversation for us to be like, well, I have the expectation of you. Is that something that you actually want to do? Like, like, is this something that you actually want to do? Is this, is this, is this your life trajectory? Is this your life career? And I, I not too long ago, I really did have a conversation with my parents. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, and I was like, and it goes by, like, you know, vice versa. Like, you know, I have expectation of my parents that I never divulged before to them. It's like, oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know you had this expectation, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so there, there, there is a... I would say there there is a lofty expectation for Elijah, yeah. right? That I think sometimes can get very pie in the sky, right? Where it's just like mm-hmm. I don't know, like I I don't know how I'm going to reach so many expectations. Sometimes, like it's just like I, yeah. I, I I don't know how, and I think I almost mm-hmm. did it to myself because I have, by the grace of God and by the blessing of God, have done so much in my short amount of like life in twenty five mm-hmm. years, right? Like, I, I have done a lot. I have met many people. I have gone many places and stuff like that. And so I think that just raises the bar even more. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, 
did I do this to myself? And now people are expecting me to be like the president of the United States. And it's like, whoa, hold up, calm down, calm down, <laughs> calm down, right? I calm mean, <laughs> like, you know, I'm just for an example, but like my aunt literally yeah. calls me like the mayor of Philadelphia. She's like, oh, here's the next mayor. And I'm like, I never said I wanted to be mayor, auntie. Like, right. I, I never say this. Right. Like, but you had, but like, but like people have this expectation of me where I'm going to be yeah. doing these lofty things, right? And it's just like, mm-hmm. whoa, like, like, thank you that you think so highly of me, but whoa, I, I really don't, I, I think that's kind of changed, right? I think that's kind of changed, yeah. right? You know, um, <laughs> but I do think on the flip side, I have very high expectations for myself, like extremely, mm-hmm. like, like, and I think, so like, without even all the external, just internal, mm-hmm. have high yes. expectations for myself. Um, and that is because going back to my dad, he has obtained so much and mm-hmm. it's like, well, I can't be living like no pig, right? Like in somebody's like barn, like I, yeah. I, 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 I need to like, I have an expectation by the time I turn 30 that I make a certain amount of money that I, that, that I have certain like disagree, right? Like, and yeah. so while when I say certain things, I'm like, okay, like, don't beat yourself about it if you don't get there, right? But that's me. Yeah. Like if, if like if, if I don't mm-hmm. if, if I'm not moving to that direction, or if I or, or or if I don't see myself moving to get to that goal or the expectation I have for myself, I'm like, okay. What am I doing wrong? It's it, it's an instant like you're doing something wrong, and you need to fix whatever you're doing wrong because I don't see you progressing mm-hmm. to what you say to what your expectation is, and that's very detrimental. Yeah. I know. Like, I, I know it is, but I think we live in a world, in a society where my blackness has to be exponential. Like, I, 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 I have to do more to make sure that I am looked at seriously. And, and, and I will say, yeah. in this career of policy and, 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 and politics and stuff like that, there are, thankfully, there are more black people who are becoming the chiefs of staff, you know, mm-hmm. the legislative directors, right? Um, they are being able, they are sitting on council, right? You know, most of the people in, you know, councilmen's or senators or state reps offices are all black people, right? So we are in progressive policy, policy spaces. We are in policy spaces and whatnot, advocacy spaces. You know, there's more, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, organizations other than NAACP, right? You know, yeah. we have Color of yeah. Change and we have mm-hmm. all these different other different organizations that black people, collective pack, right? All these other different mm-hmm. um, organizations that black people are at the helm of, right? And so yes. when I see this, I'm like, all right, it eases me a little because it's like, all right, maybe 10, 20 years ago, that wasn't it. We had maybe mm-hmm. one or two organizations that we could probably work for or you know, if there was a black senator, state rep, or council, whatever, like we would work for them or stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. But there are many avenues now that black people who want to be in policy and 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 advocacy and organizing, we can go into, and so that's kind of ease my my worries. But at the same time, yeah. it's still like it's it's still very small, and so as, mm-hmm. and so we still have to do so much more. And I was like, all right, if I wanted to take it seriously in this career for it, I have to do so much and I have to be at this certain level and I have to meet these different people. And I have... So sometimes they are unrealistic expectations, but I think the expectations also sometimes come from outside influences. 
that I think mm -hmm. I need to learn how to navigate and balance and be like, all right, bro, this is this is not your lot, <laughs> and that's okay, mm -hmm. right? Like this yeah. is not like, and that's fine. But this is maybe in your your little house. Try to get to here, like try this. But it's an ongoing thing with my personal expectations because I can deal with other people's expectations. I can be like, yeah, no, that's not. I'm I'm cool. But my personal okay. expectations, it's like I don't want to let my own self down. And I don't want to look mm -hmm. back and be like, man, I didn't get to achieve that. Or I didn't get to do that. And it's like you mm -hmm. got to stop being so hard on yourself. You have to. So, yeah. Okay. You said a lot, brother. And I did. When it comes when it comes down to expectations, I'm going to just say it to you now. Uh, you're doing a great job. <laughs> And you are enough. Like, just, just be Thank honest. You. You're right Thank in you. your moment right now, in your space, you're doing the right amount that you're supposed to be doing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Like, like, let's just be honest. <laughs> you can say you have high, you, you can say you got high expectations for yourself. Yeah, yeah. But then it also gets down to, okay, how can I get to this space? Yeah. But do it strategically and effective, yeah. but then also for my benefit when it comes down to my mental health, my physical yes. health and my understanding of who I am. Yeah. And that's that's the that's the main reason why these sound like conversations that we've had before. And just getting into the space just getting into the space of understanding yourself. Yeah. I'm seeing it now. Like I said it to Horace a couple um he was on my first episode. Mm -hmm. I said, brother, we've had conversations before. Mm-hmm. And what I'm seeing right now, I love what I'm seeing. I can say yeah. it to you. Thank you. Appreciate and I'm, that. I can say it because I've seen where you were and where you are right now. And that's just by, by, by the grace of God that you said, yeah. <laughs> I got to do something. Yeah. And when you say you have high expectations for yourself by like age of 30, this brother, Jay-Z ain't get hot. So <laughs> I mean, they said he came into the game late. He was 28. Yeah, that's true. Look where he at now. That's true. Because he, I'm going to just say it out loud. Will Smith, Jay-Z, Kevin Hart, Nick Cannon, uh, a lot of other black men that I look at, I call them free black men. Yeah. Uh, the other black men that I've mentioned, they're fr free black men as well. But people want to say free black men comes with money. Mm -hmm. Nah. These brothers here that I just mentioned, they know that they have the power to do X, Y, and Z. They mm -hmm. know. They know mm -hmm. they have the money to do X, Y, and Z. But when it comes down to it, they say, I'm happy because I know where I came from. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that you said, I know where I came from. We talked about this. You know about it. Look where I'm at now. That's true. That's true. You can't really, you can't really get upset about where you are. That's and true. the expectations that people had on you. Bro, I have, I, my cousin called me the mayor. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and like, that's not even an expectation she has on me. She right. just wants me to be a good, successful, mm -hmm. happy mm -hmm. black man. That's what she mm -hmm. wants me to be. She just says that because I work in City Hall. Right. My mother, on the other hand, yeah, she has expectations for me, but she vocalized them. Mm -hmm. She understood that. Say, look, I know you want to do um, bio pre-PT. Good. I'm going to support you any way possible. I got in the car with my mom and I, I failed the test. And um, I got in the car with my mom because I said, look, I need to talk to somebody. I ain't feel like talking to the people at Arcadia because I ain't think they could do nothing for me. It'd be like my that. Mom drove, my mom drove from her house, came up there. It just so happened I was leaving that day. 
Mm-hmm. And I said, Mom, I need to just just say this out loud. I just said, what's wrong with me? Right. Mm. Like, it got to that point mm. where I said, I failed this test, and I had to withdraw from this class and then yeah. change my major to sociology. Yeah. And I said, what's wrong with me? She said, don't ever say that. Oof. She said, nothing's wrong with you. Yeah. She said, um, you're the you're an individual, you're a man that is very expressive, but also wants to listen to people. Yeah. She said, you have to understand that. She yeah. said, maybe that's not the space for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to understand. She said, yes, my expectations was to support you any way possible. She said, just because your path is going this way does not stop me from um, supporting you. That's great. She said, wherever you go, I'm going to be right behind you until your woman get there. Yeah. I'm going to still be there. She said, but when your woman get there, she has to support you and you have to support her. So understand yep. this roadblock that you have right now. That's your roadblock. You have to get yeah. around it, but I'll be yeah. there to support you. And yes, I had expectations for myself. I wanted to be, you know, a physical therapist in the NBA. That's what yeah. I wanted to do because yeah. I love mm-hmm. basketball. And I said, you know what? Let me figure something else out. What else do I love to do? I love to yeah. engage black men like I'm doing right now. Yeah. But then it's also now the space that I'm in with my job. I'm helping every black man in Philadelphia. Yeah. So it's like, at this moment, God put me in a space to say, hey, bro, this is <laughs> this is the moment that's going to define you. And you had the same exact moment, brother. The moment yeah. of, man, I ain't, I ain't graduated. That yeah. was your defining moment to figure out, who am I? It like, really was. Everybody, everybody had expectations for you. But you didn't. You wasn't even thinking about it. You was thinking about everybody else's expectation on yourself. And then at that moment, you said, okay, who am I? Who is Elijah yeah. and what does he want to do? Yeah, that's real. And I commend you for that. I commend you for asking <laughs> that question and saying, this is what I want to do. Because when that's you real. had ASAP and we and I spotlighted you at my job, mm-hmm. bro, you looked happy. I was very much so. Like, I loved you it. You looked happy. Loved like, it. And then the position you're in right now, bro, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of people don't say this about black men. Bro, you glowing. Let's just be honest. <laughs> let's just like let's just be honest. Like you I'ma say it, you glowing because your skin looks shiny. You look, <laughs> look fit. So it's like these things that are coming to you, you're in the space of evolution right now. Yeah. Let's just be honest about it. You're in the space of evolution and it comes to <laughs> I'm out my cocoon at some point, bro. Yeah. Like I was a caterpillar crawling. I'm about to start flying. And you yeah. you don't know when that's going to come. Neither do I. Bro, I'm 29. I'm getting married in September. So it's ah. like, bro. So it's like, you you don't even know where that space is. Yeah. To get a better understanding of like, what's your next chapter? Yeah. So, like I said, you had expectations from a lot of people. I've had expectations from a lot of people. Yeah. So the question I do have for you is, how do you want people to perceive black men when it comes to how they look at us. Because I know you talked about when you walk into corporate America, you're Elijah, mm-hmm. and they may look at you a certain way. When you walk mm-hmm. down North Philly, I almost said South Philly because that's me. In <laughs> North Philly, they respect you. They understand who you are because right. that's Elijah. Right. So how do you want people to perceive black men as a whole? Um, I think the first thing I, I thought about, and thank you for saying all, all that you said. I, I don't want to, you know, Move, move past. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. No problem. Um, like, like humans. I, I, I like. I, I feel as though it's just so like 
it's just so simple. Like it, it, it's just very mm-hmm. simple. Like as humans, yeah. like like we are not some boogeyman, <laughs> right? That history has has said that we were, right? And mm-hmm. and, and are right. Um, mm-hmm. we are not these. Vi- we are not violent people, right? Mm-hmm. Are there are, are there people who are violent? Yes, <laughs> but yeah. we are not violent people. Um, mm-hmm. and so um. But like, but like, I, I think at the core of it, I, I I want people to perceive black men as just humans, right? Like, who have struggles, who have mental health issues, right? Who have identity crises, um, mm-hmm. who struggle, um, you know, with 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 life, right? Because that's another thing. I, I don't think, to some degree, uh, black men get the opportunity to like this might be a question that you have later on but i don't think black men get the opportunity to feel mm-hmm. and when when i say that i say that once again kind of goes back to that superhero-ness right kind of that double-edged sword of that right yeah. I, I sometimes don't think we get to feel and i say that with the caveat of a lot of black men also have a lot of black women in their lives and we sometimes mm-hmm. just throw our feelings on them yeah. or we sometimes just like put all our burdens on them and then have them figure out what we're supposed to do and we just kind of like well i got too much already i'm a black man i gotta you know like so and like we kind of devalue the black woman in our lives because we don't necessarily know how to process and feel but we want them to help us process and feel then we get mad and right it, mm-hmm. it becomes this vicious cycle right of not yeah. respecting each other Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that if, if 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 people can perceive us and look at us as humans, then we ourselves can look at ourselves as, as humans and we can feel everything that humans feel and we'll mm-hmm. be OK. And I, I personally love this push right now for black men to go to counseling and to seek therapy. Mm-hmm. And to seek help. Yep. I like I love that because I'm like, y'all need it. Y'all need somebody to talk to and not your homie. From down the street, nope. not your homie, your homie you know, know, from, because your homie don't know. Your, ho- your homie can't yeah. help you. Your homie cannot mm-hmm. help you, right? Because y'all both going mm-hmm. through the same thing and y'all going to give each other bad advice, right? But yeah. if we don't, but if, 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 if people don't see us as humans and we don't see ourselves mm-hmm. as humans sometimes, then we won't mm-hmm. go seek help because like, I got this. I'm not, I'm not dealing with that, man. Like, you're good. Like, you know, like, I'll just figure it out. Like, yeah, you can figure yeah. it out, but you also need to understand that the emotions that you're feeling, they're real. Like yeah. They're real, so I so I, I answer your question. I just want people to look at us as as humans because I think that that in turn will make us look at ourselves as humans, right? With feelings and emotions and 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 and, and issues and everything that comes with that. So, brother, I hear you because one thing that I've noticed this is I'm not endorsing nobody, um, but this is an organization that I've. Um, been connected with, I've done yeah. um, a speaking engagement forum. I've attended some of their spaces yeah. that they have for black men, and it's called Black Men Heal. Um, they okay. give free therapy to black men. Um, but then they also have King's Corner, where if brothers right. are not able to attend those free therapy yeah. sessions, they have moments on Sundays at 7 o'clock um, that allows you to, they have speakers, they have guests, but they also just have a space for black men to feel, like you said. Yeah. And yeah. That space of understanding yourself 
is big because um, I can say I, I fall criminal to putting all my feelings onto my fiance. When I say mm-hmm. and say, look, this is this is how I'm feeling. This 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 and that. I got this going on. I got that mm-hmm. going on, and not recognizing that she's going through some stuff too. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing where I I got to take that step back and say, okay, how can I approach this situation by asking her how are you feeling today? Yeah. And is there anything on your mind that's going to either block this conversation mm-hmm. or turn this conversation to where you may? trigger i may trigger something mm-hmm. <laughs> on you mm-hmm. um to where something may have happened at work and then i may say something and it, it may jog your memory about what happened at work and now you're just frustrated Man, um, that's a novel concept i tell you i, I, I tell you <laughs> it, it gets to a point where i can talk to my friend i can mm-hmm. but then it's also my friend may is coming from their bias or their understanding or mm-hmm. their experiences they're not mm-hmm. coming from a space of, I hear you, but here's the the ultimate or alternative that you may need. Yes. Because people yes. may give people medication and that medication may not work. Mm-hmm. They may just need somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think when you said perceiving black men as human, we've had a lot of brothers on here say that. Mm. So that's an ongoing thing. And <laughs> <laughs> I would just be honest. It's an ongoing thing that Yes, we have. Everybody can be violent. Everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not just one specific group mm-hmm. that is violent. Mm-hmm. There's also a specific group that has to survive as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it comes to when you're in a certain neighborhood, when it comes to when you're yeah. placed into a certain neighborhood, and you see on every corner, he looks like me. Yeah. But we're in the same predicament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I need to have more than you. Yeah, that's not a good. That's not a good thing because I posted some on Instagram. I think uh, Tank said it. He said, "Our violence is not the threat. Our love is." Mm. And like that was deep because that's real. Yeah, yeah. Like if I love, like a brother, like if I say, "Yo, I, I say it anyway." I say, "Bro, I love you." Like I mean that, and you know that. Bro. Yeah. But when you yeah. get brothers that have not heard that before. But they may not understand. This brother is not here to hurt me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. not here to cuss me out. He's not here to take my job. He's not here to do anything. I said on somebody else's podcast a few uh, months ago. I said, "Bro, we can all eat. Like it's we, it's enough coming out this kitchen that we can all eat, bro." Li- now, literally just said that. Literally just said that to somebody. Let Let's say. Let's say I can say I can eat stuff on my plate, but then I want to go for seconds. But you don't know where the kitchen at. Right. Ask me. Right. Just ask. If I know mm-hmm. where the kitchen is and I can go get myself some more, I'm not going to say, that, no, find it, find it yourself. No, I'm going to tell yeah. you. Just ask the question. Yeah. But then it also gets to a point where it's like, I'm not going to finish this on my plate. But you see that I'm not going to finish it. And you just ask me, hey, bro, you need some help? Don't come over here and just take the plate. What if I'm, you know, taking my my belt off and just letting myself <laughs> breathe for a little bit? <laughs> Literally. Like, what it's about enough, that? It's enough for all of us. Think it's enough it's coming enough out that kitchen. We got we got it's mad an, servers in there. It's enough. It's funny because I, I was actually just um, so I have I, I have a, a a group chat with um, some of my homies. Um, shout out to Sean and Amir. 
Um, and we're all in different spaces in our lives, right? Um, they wouldn't mind us, but you know, Sean has, you know, uh, two kids, right? Um, Emir is newly married, right? Um, and I'm just, you know, single, no kids, you know, nothing, you know, no, you know, it's fine with me living my best life, you know, but, 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 but we're all in very different like spaces and times in our lives. Right. Um, and we've grown up together and stuff like that and whatnot. And, um, like faith is like, we're, we all go to the same church and whatnot. So like faith is another, like one of the things that really glue us together. Right. Um, but we had this, this chat where we'll talk like me and Sean, I mean, we will talk about politics and sometimes we don't agree. Like sometimes we yeah. will not agree. Like, I mean, we will get in heated <laughs> conversations, right? And the mayor would just be like, oh, man, here they go again, right? Like, hey, like here they go. But then again, <laughs> but like, but but because we love each other, right? We can have mm-hmm. those conversations, right? And like the knowledge that I have, I can share with him. And the knowledge that he has, he mm-hmm. can share with me. Right. And the knowledge that Emir has, like he can share with like both of us. Right. Like, you know, and like it's just like ever learn, like it, it's a cycle of like ever learning and ever growing. And I, I, one day I was just sitting back and I'm like, yo, I can actually have intellectual conversations with two black men who are around my mm-hmm. age. Right. And mm-hmm. or we can talk about basketball or like it's so multifaceted. Right. And I'm like. This is like this is dope. Like like this is actually super dope. Where like, and like we can hold each. And that's another thing. Like, I I, I you know you you talked about um you know going to your friend and stuff like that and 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 mm-hmm. um talking to them and like while we definitely do talk to each other and stuff like that, there are times where we have to truly hold each other accountable. Yes. Right. And I think that is something that is lost. Where I, I mm-hmm. do think that. We, as black men, and the feelings that we feel, the emotions that we feel, and when we do find people that we can express those to, and we can, and and and, and we can really be open and honest and transparent and stuff like that. Sometimes we don't hold our brothers accountable, mm-hmm. right? And that's I think true. that's something that like we have solidified, and like you know, and this is just one example, right? But like you know, mm-hmm. we have solidified that like we can hold each like we're like yo, bro. Don't do that. Like, like, no, that was wrong. Like, like you was yeah. very wrong for that, bro. Like, you was dead wrong. And like, well, and 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 you know, he, we might not necessarily, you know, how do I put it? Um, necessarily like it in the moment, right? Because mm-hmm. no one likes to be told they were wrong. Like, like no one like likes to be yeah. held accountable, right? But mm-hmm. I feel as though for me, it would be and for us, it it's it, it's a disservice. When we don't hold our brothers accountable, right? Yeah. Because if you say you want us to grow, and if you say mm-hmm. that, like you know, there's enough for us to eat, right? I'm gonna yeah. check you when I bring you yeah. into a space where it's like, yo, chill out, you you drawing, like, 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 mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? Like, I want to bring you up here, but you gotta clean up your act first, like, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, like. There's some prerequisites sometimes, <laughs> right? Like, I'm not gonna bring mm-hmm. you, and, and 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 I don't know, maybe that may be the wrong. Personally, I don't know. That may be wrong, but I, I also feel as though, like, sometimes, and I have to learn is, like, sometimes everybody can't also go into the same kitchen that you go into, right? For real. But, For real. 
I can lead you somewhere else and I can help you somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. but, but, but this, but, but this food I'm eating, you might not can't come with me. Right. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to leave you starving. Yeah. Right. I'm going to take you somewhere else. I'm be like, all right, listen, I got you here. This is the person I'm going to hand you off to. Now it's up to you. Like you. me and you can't Sorry, go yeah. to the same place, but I love you enough mm-hmm. to be like, all right, here you go. Thank you. I'm going to set you up and Thank I hope you. I wish nothing but the best for you, but we can't go mm-hmm. to the, we can't eat at the same table, unfortunately. But listen, but listen, yeah. there, there, there's a table right here that is, that, that is perfect mm-hmm. for you. And I think like we have to like be real with our brothers and be like, listen, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 like you, you, you know, back when I get you, I know. got saved money, ah, 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 like, come on, bro. like, like, come on, bro, like, you know, and, and, and yeah. but, but, but I think that's something that, like, we have to start holding our brothers accountable, right? Because I think, yeah. like, we won't progress as, 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 as a brotherhood if we don't mm-hmm. hold our brothers accountable, right? And I think holding account, holding each other accountable looks very different in, in, in very different ways and stuff like that. But just an example, like, you know, of like, you know, just just like we can all eat. Yeah, we all can eat, but sometimes we may not all eat at the same table, right? But we can mm-hmm. still have our own table food. together or, 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 yeah. or the same food, but we can have our own. Like, mm-hmm. We can definitely like, man, this is what you learned. Yo, thank you for sharing mm-hmm. this. Like, this is what you learned. Thank you for sharing this, brother. Like, I appreciate yes. this, like, right? Because we have our mm-hmm. own table, right? Because we yeah. set up a table, right? Um, and so like, but like, sometimes I think, and 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 I I really want to touch on this point because I have mm-hmm. seen where black men mm-hmm. get to a certain space, get into yeah. a certain class, get Come to on. a certain um you know status, and yeah. they just forget all about where they came from, right? Mm-hmm. They forget the all about the bro- right, mm-hmm. and that also is a detriment as well, yep. because it's just like. I got like not I got you here, but you ain't get here. No man is an island, and no one Thank gets you. to anywhere without somebody or without people mm-hmm. behind them, right? Yeah. Yes, you may not necessarily have the people that you want supporting you behind you, but someone is mm-hmm. there each step of the way to be able to bring you into the space that you are at or where you are going to. And I mm-hmm. do think that like as black men, sometimes we get into this space where. We want to achieve whiteness. Mm. Mm. And it's just like, why is whiteness the default of what we want to achieve? Sometimes yeah. I get sometimes I get a little perplexed when I see people like going ham and going hard for white billionaires. I'm like, mm-hmm. Elon Musk don't care about you, bro. He 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 don't he don't y'all on two different tax brackets. Like, like, and you going, I mean, hard. And this is like, like, why is that the pinnacle of your success? Looking at a white man, like, I want to be like him. I want to be LeBron. And we have other different, <laughs> right? But, th- but, but, so, 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 so listen. That's real, bro. But, but, but listen. I hear you. I think, so, 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 I'm going to challenge you on this, though. I'm going to challenge you, because you know me. That's I'm going to challenge it, you. That's I'm going to challenge you. <laughs> Because sometimes I also I'm, I'm also like, well, what does black capitalism look like? Thank you. That's why I and said like, it because I knew you was going to say it. I knew and, it. And, and, and how you. do we 
because we all know capitalism is going to be the death of us, right? But, and I won't go into, you know, but how do we as know. black people and how do we as black men, because capitalism is just the way of the world. But like, how do we mm-hmm. look at black capitalism and be like, I want to achieve this. I want to garnish this. And this is not me saying that, you know, don't try to achieve, you know, uh, 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 success, right? Because I'm about mm-hmm. to go get my master's and whatnot. Like, you know, I want to be in a, like, this is, so this is not me saying like, don't achieve, don't try to like, you know, get, you know, your bread and stuff like that. Not at all. Yeah. But I, 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 I think sometimes when we begin to reach that success of like, oh, capitalism, this looks good. I can navigate. I got money. I have disposable income. I can, all this other stuff. Right. Yeah. Cause I was like, when I got my first check at this job, I was like, I said, hold up. Oh, hold up now. I said, I'm in another <laughs> class. Okay. <laughs> this is beautiful. Right. But it's like, okay, how can I now redistribute the little wealth that I do have, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. <laughs> to making sure that my community is fed, right? And I think yeah. sometimes that is lost when we talk about, mm-hmm. like, because like, I do sometimes think that, like, black capitalism is going to be the death of our people sometimes. Because it's just mm-hmm. like, especially when it comes down to black men, and I, and I have to say this because... I have to say this. We are very. There's a certain type of black man that white America will gravitate towards. And they will take Mm -hmm. us, they will give us everything that we need, and they will sequester us to only be with them. Yeah. Right? And so I think that when we start to get into, because we, it's not a lot, it's not a lot, Mm -hmm. but there are. At one point, there were much more black million black men millionaires than black women millionaires and billionaires, right? Yeah, that's obviously you know changing and stuff like that because black women like look, we here, we here to stay, and we're gonna do what we need to do, right? And I'm here mm-hmm. for it, right? But when we look at who ran the companies and you know who were the first legislators and you know Congress and stuff like that, like they were black men, right? Like you know they they mm-hmm. were they weren't black women, but they were black men. And so yeah. there was always this, like, yeah, this is a white man, but this is a black man, but we're still men, so I'm going to uplift you first. I'm going to have you mm-hmm. forget about all the people, you know, that you, you know, kind of helped you get along care of, so you're going to be with me. But it's always going to be a division. You, you, you ain't going to never be me, right? But I'm going yeah. to let you see, you know, what it feels like, right? What you and I do yeah. think that, like, that mentality sometimes really does hurt our people because it's just like sometimes we get into the space where it's like, well, if you can do it, then I can do it. And it's like mm-hmm. that pull your boots, you know, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps sometimes isn't, isn't, it doesn't work out for everybody. And so it can't happen, it, it can't happen right? And so <laughs> I do think that like when we talk about wealth in the black yeah. community and, you know, especially with, with black men and particularly, there is this like, gatekeeping that happens right yeah there's this like there's this like if i'm here if i see another black man here oh man he, he probably gonna try to like steal my spot right yeah but that's that that's because of white supremacy right like like th- that mm-hmm. all boils down to like white supremacy and and and, and mm-hmm. that's a whole nother conversation right yeah, uh, of, of how we've yeah. been of how we've been inundated by white mm-hmm. supremacies to think that we could be the only ones in spaces 
because yeah. we don't know how to prepare and set other tables for other people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, brother, hey, look, you, what you just said is a question I do have for you, though. Mm-hmm. When you talked about um, gatekeeping. The main yeah. reason, um, I think you know by now, the main reason for this podcast is because I've seen a difference in attention between the younger generation and the older generation where it comes okay. to, you got this younger generation sitting there saying, hey, old head, like, this is how we doing it now. You got the older mm-hmm. generation saying, well, that's not how I did it. You should do it like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you got, like, <laughs> myself, you, and some other people that are like, I hear y'all, but <laughs> y'all are saying the same thing. Same thing. <laughs> and, it, and it's like, when you have this gatekeeper that may be the older generation mm-hmm. stopping this younger brother here, mm-hmm. now it's on myself, you to say, hey, bro, I got the key. Um, I'm going to just open the gate. That's cool right. with you because you know right. me. Right. We talked already. Right. Now I'm allowing him to come through because you got to let him through because that next door is not for me and you. Mm-hmm. It's for mm-hmm. him. You got me to the door. I found the key. It yeah. wasn't for us to go through. It's for him to go mm-hmm. through. So let him go. Yeah. And in this space of, um, I do want to ask you um, some advice for some either the younger generation or the older generation or both. Mm-hmm. Um, what three pieces of advice would you give either or or both? Just three pieces of advice. If you only got one, that's fine, brother. Um, I think talk to each other. Like, I think as simple as that. Like, I think I, I think respect each other, right? <laughs> I think talk to each other, respect each other, um, and like help each other. I, like, I mean, I, I think they're very much all very like similar to some degree, but I honestly think that like the more we can get generational conversations the Mm. more we would be so far off i think we have lost the sense of community in Mm. the black community Mm. like Mm. i have been there's i i think the old way of this is once it may still happen i haven't Mm. seen in a while but going to a barbershop having different multi different generational conversations right mm-hmm. but having it be where all people feel comfortable all black men feel comfortable to have conversations right because the barbershop yeah. is a very sacred place right yes, it's, it's, it it's, it's 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 like for people like it it's a sacred place right yeah it is the yeah. therapy it, it, it is mm-hmm. i mean it's therapy it is it, it is where we talk about almost wife kids or you know it is it's when you talk about you it's literally <laughs> like it is it is it is it is where we are our most authentic selves sometimes and mm-hmm. that's not true for everybody yeah. right um but i do think that if we can go back to having intergenerational conversations it will be so like we will be so far like, like we will be so yeah. far along because I do think that the younger generation and the older generation have rightfully so great things to share and great things to say, right? Like 100%, mm-hmm. right? But I think because it's just a steady clash and no one is listening, yeah. no one can actually like provide the help that both are seeking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, okay. I, 
so that's that's honestly like where I, I I see one of the downfalls of us really progressing as black brothers. We're just like, no, come speak to this black brother. Like 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 mm-hmm. yeah, you may think this way, but like you also can learn something from this nineteen year old, right? Because the world mm-hmm. that we are living in now is extremely different from the world that our our grandfathers and our fathers and our uncles lived in. Like, mm-hmm. like you know. So, um, so I, I do think that if more people, if more of us will really have those intergen- intergenerational conversations, and I say this with the privilege of being able to have these intergenerational conversations when I'm with my uncles or when I'm at church talking to the older guys and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and they listen to us and we listen to them and we can have a very, com- we can have a conversation where we're like, I don't see it that way, but I'm going to respect you. And you know it's cool, yeah. right? Like it's it's cool, right? <laughs> we don't gotta be like, what? Like, you know, like, like we're not fighting, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, I think I, I'll yeah. I, I just want more of us to have intergenerational conversations because I think we would be so much more further if we did because we can learn so much from each other. Okay. Now I know the experience that you've had, the experience that I've shared as well. Um, this is a signature question I've ac- I've asked everybody. Um, and it's, it's also another reason why this podcast even started. The podcast even was created, um, based on what you've seen and all the experience that you've had with black men. Yeah. Um, what's one thing that black males can do to grow together? Like that community you said. Yeah. Um, It's going to sound really simple, and I, I just kind of go back to what I said before, but um, listen. I think we just, I think we just need to listen to each other. Like, like I, 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 I really do. I think we need to listen to each other. Um, I think that um, we, in this, 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 this space and this walk of, of making sure that, you know. Um, everybody's everybody's not going to be Obama. Everybody's not going to be LeBron. Everybody's not going to be Jay-Z, right? You know, but there may be people who who are in a community doing great work, right? And, you know, there are young people who are also doing great work and stuff like that. Like the first person I, I think about that came to my mind was Tamir, right? You know, he's doing great work in the community, right? Um, but I can imagine a force that would be if somebody from the older generation and them two work together and bring these two creative minds together. Like, you know how transformative that would be? Like, like someone who has been in the community for years, older black man, and someone who is in the community now, but younger black man, very two different people they're talking to, but also the same person, right? I, I can just imagine what type of, of force and what type of, uh, you know, like things could get done, right? Because sometimes it doesn't take a politician. I'm be very honest. I'm in politics and I'm policy, and you know, sometimes politicians can't do the work that community mm-hmm. organizers and just regular old black men can do. Like mm-hmm. they just can't sometimes, right? Because mm-hmm. it's just like you probably just want this for a photo op. But if there is a Tamir. Or if there is somebody who is older, and it's like violence is a gun violence is a thing. Like, bro, why do we have these guns? Like, like have a, like have community events talking about these things, right? And 
we're not gonna bring no politicians around here. We're not gonna bring nobody from city government. We ain't gonna bring no police. It's gonna be us talking. Mm. I've been in this neighborhood for X amount of years. I see y'all, and I have somebody else who also has been in this neighborhood for X amount of years. We're gonna bring y'all together. We're gonna have a conversation. What's up? Why are we so angry? Why are we so violent? What is going on? And I think that like, if there is authentic listening that happens, I think that is transformative. Mm. That was good. I like that. I really do. (laughs) (laughs) I really like it. Because you literally summed it all up. We have to listen to each other. Yeah. That's just ba- that's basic common sense and very simple and to the point. We have to listen to each other. Um, before we end, mm-hmm. I do want to elevate you and your work. Um, if you have any, you want to plug anything as far as your work in the community, your job, personal life, and also uh, plug any social medias that you have, brother. Yeah. Um, so honestly, to be honest, with you, I, I, I've taken a break from doing any like extracurricular activities besides just like working and stuff like that um if anybody who probably watched this or know me or you know i've for quite some time i I was on the go i was just doing things i was just like always doing things always running and stuff like that so this season of my life i'm just kind of like i'm a like any extra like you know i'm 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 not really doing that right now which is beautiful to be honest with you Mm -hmm. um and so right now i'm just like really working and whatnot and i love the fact that I am growing and learning um, mm. in this space that I'm at. I think every, every everybody needs that season of just really growing and learning and being intentional about the things that they're going to be doing to set them up for their next phase in life. And so that's really what I'm doing now. I'm I'm I'm, I'm learning the ins and outs of policy. I'm 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 helping young people, you know, write these policies and stuff like that, learning for their different communities and and whatnot. Um, being integral in you know their research. And, and advocacy and stuff like that. And so while I'm teaching them, I'm also learning for myself as well, where it's just like, this is how to be a better organizer. This is how to be a better policy writer, right? This is how to do better research, right? And so when I do go along and I, you know, uh, start master's programs and stuff like that, right? I'm like, all right, I have these tools under my belt, right? Because I wasn't always mm-hmm. doing, but I was just sitting and learning and soaking mm-hmm. up things, right? And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. But other than that, um, Y'all can follow me on, this is, I feel like I'm getting old. I don't even know my social media handles and whatnot <laughs> like that. This is crazy. Uh, y'all can follow me, you know, uh, what's my what's my Instagram? My Instagram is, um, Lord have mercy. Oh, Elijah, JW underscore. That is my Instagram. And the Twitter is um, Elijah J. Wilson underscore. Uh, very official. Very official. Very simple. Very straight to the point. Um, but yeah, I. This was really a great time. I'm not gonna lie. This is this is really, this is, this is fun. Like, like more like more, like I feel like 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 party was like I don't want this to end. Like this is this is good. <laughs> like this is there's so much we can still unpack. There's so much we can still get into. But you know, but and, and that's the thing. That's the thing. When when there's authentic listening and learning yeah. and 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 just encoding and decoding what each other are saying right mm-hmm. we can have conversations like this where there be some like there I, I mean there may be some points where you was like mm, brother i don't know i don't know but you know what 
we gonna go with it, right? You know, right? But still, but like that's the love, right? And that's you think like love is a powerful thing, and love makes us be able to have these conversations where we could be like, you know what? I respect that. That's a different perspective, and I respect that, mm-hmm. and like I can see where you're coming from, and that's like real love, right? Um, so yeah, th- this was really fun. I I, I, I appreciate this. So, brother, I want to thank you. I want to thank everybody for listening. And, brother, I love you. Love you, too. I do also want to say follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Urban Thinker Media. You can also go to our website at www.urbanthinkermedia.com. We have a lot of projects coming up soon. Elijah will be a part of some. He doesn't know that yet, but he knows that now. Um, You can check us out, and you can see us. You can see us uh, uh, next time with another good brother here on the Middle Brother Podcast. Peace. Thank you.